0: This is the Judge Janine Firo Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Firo. Okay, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is a world-famous professional wrestler, a panelist and actor on Gutfeld on Fox News. Please join me in welcoming Tyrus to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about Tyrus. Tyrus is an American professional wrestler who is currently signed to the National Wrestling Alliance, uh, He is he, where he is the current National Wrestling Alliance world. World television champion. He is known for his tenure in WWE as Broadest Clay and Impact Wrestling. But what he is most known for is he has an office next to mine. And if anybody is mean to me, Tyrus comes out and fixes it. Good morning, Tyrus. Morning, Judge. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining us. Listen, there's a topic we need to talk about. And I couldn't think of anyone better than you to talk about it. Now, I think, you know, maybe we've been unkind to Kamala Harris. Maybe she's smarter than she's showing herself to be. But I want you to listen to this last sound. And after we come after it, I want to come back to you and listen to it. It's when she's in uh, Poland, I believe. And they ask her whether or not the United States will take refugees. Is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for... President Judah, I wanted to know if you think and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a friend in need is a friend in <laughs> okay, yeah, need. Okay, so this time. Your thoughts, Tyrus, on Kamala Harris laughing?
1: Uh, that's what happens when you're not prepared. I mean, that's the only thing I can think about is that she honestly thought uh, she wasn't listening to the, the questions. She was in, And if you watch that whole interview or that whole uh, press conference in its entirety, she just seemed like she was very disinterested in being there. Interesting. Uh, and and, uh, and you, uh, one of your observations has always been about being prepared and owning the room. And I, I, it just appeared to me like she just was very disinterested in the room. And the question was asked, it was that pause from from a guy who's been on the stage, who's been, uh, who's been on a boring interview TV show once or twice, and you're not paying attention, and you're thinking about what you're having for dinner and stuff like that. And then they ask you a question, and there's that long, awkward pause. That's your brain trying to remind you that the question is for you. And think of something. And so that's what it came off to me as that she was just really disinterested. And then she has that. I think it's almost a nervous laugh now that we're seeing from her to where, you know, when a friend in need is a friend. Indeed, this isn't a a song. This is is people who are fleeing for their lives with basically nowhere to go. So it was disappointing. And it, it made us Americans look like we're very uncaring and very arrogant.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the concern. It's the world stage, Tyrus. And, you know, she has been sent uh, to, I guess – not just the, the border, I mean, I don't know that she's been to the border, to be honest with you, uh, but when she was made uh, the, made known as the person who was going to find out what the root causes of the problems at the border were, you know, she pretty much laughed that one off and said, you know, I haven't been to the border, but I haven't been to Europe either. Um, and, you know, I think it's very curious, uh, uh, the, the Tyrus, that I never thought of it that she might be someone who really is just disinterested. But at some point, as vice president of the united states there's got to be a topic she's got to be interested in and you know when she first came in she was very upset uh that they vogue put her in an outfit with sneakers and uh converse i guess and a pantsuit and she was hitting the ceiling while there was a pandemic going on and she wanted to start a war with vogue magazine i, I i'm not sure this woman is up to the job no i think she's just
1: and you know and and in researching and getting prepared because you got to bring your a game when you're sitting across from the judge <laughs> I, I was looking at some of her uh debates and it's kind of the same thing whenever she is pressured uh, especially Tulsi gabbard had hit her with some tough stuff.
0: Yeah. And
1: she was basically bringing up, you know, her withholding evidence when she was a prosecutor. Right. And instead of answering the question, she just went with what she had planned to say already. So I think whenever she is frustrated or feels attacked, she just goes off in her own thing and doesn't think about anybody else. So I think her A game was to be president. And I'm kind of looking at it as you know how we have that division where we see what Republicans and Democrats will not work together no matter what. doesn't matter. There's certain, uh, you know, guys on the right who are like death before working with a Democrat. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing the same thing in the White House where she's super progressive and Biden. Well, at least he used to be until he folded like a lawn chair was a, was a moderate Democrat. And I think if I'm not working with him. I'm not trying to help him succeed because the worse he looks, the better the opportunity is for me. I think her end game is to basically through incompetence or maybe even an impeachment, get into uh, his seat. And then all of a sudden that's when she's going to kick in these, these great ideas of hers. But in the meantime, I think she's frustrated and just disinterested in general. and, And you're seeing her personality and who she really is, is that there are people, there's wars going on. There's, inflation in this country people are trying to get pandemics and telling being told they get fired if they don't wear a mask and she's screaming about some tennis shoes that she put on in the first place <laughs> and took, yeah. and took so i mean that's that's where her head's at it's she's just all about her right now and unfortunately um i think the idea was that she was going to be a, a dick cheney-esque vp you know like mm-hmm. candle pins and boots on the ground and he, sometimes you're like who's the president you know but this is not what we got she and and Biden just keeps passing everything off to her. I think the two of them are just going out of their way to try to one-up each other. And it's, it's of the expense of the country.
0: Well, one of the things, Tyrus, that I think they've d- learned from each other is the word salad. You know, continually, <laughs> continuously saying yeah. uh, uh, something that makes no sense, but repeating the phrase two or three times in the same sa- – I can't do it. It's like we've got to be sure to, that we are focused on what we're doing and that we do it every day. And we have to do it every day. To be focused so that we can continue to do what we're doing. You know, and Biden did that with the sanctions this week. Cause I never said sanctions were going to deter. And, you know, the, 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 the amazing part of this is that when her 10th person left, I mean, we're into this administration, I think a year and, and three months and she's had 10 staffers leave. That tells you uh, a little bit about her because they talk about a toxic environment. They talk about her belittling her staff. And they also talk about her not even boning up on the materials that they give her.
1: Well that's blatantly obvious when we hear her try to listen, some people can freestyle rap. Some people have to have a writer. She has to have a writer because whenever she freestyles, we have no (laughs) idea what the hell she's saying. And we've seen it. We know there's certain there's certain personalities, it's box that, it. like, judge, you get you on the table and you throw a curveball at you, you're going to hit it. Then there's other people we work with, you hit them with a curveball and you see them shuffling through their notes and trying to find, you know, what they pre-wrote for their, what their plan was. And then they'll just say, I'm just going to say what I was going to say in the first place. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> she's not even doing that. She's just, she's very disinterested. But I think the, the, what the biggest tell is, is that what we're seeing is that her and Biden do not communicate, right? They don't speak. They are basically in two different two different worlds, and then any, any staffer that works for her is stuck with dealing with that. And yeah. so we people like to make, well, during the previous administration, people were leaving left and right. Now they were getting fired. There's a difference. <laughs> There's there a huge difference. I have no patience. You, I don't care who you are. You do as we had planned. If it doesn't go the right way, I'll get somebody in here who can. That's a different mentality than people saying, I worked my whole career to work in the VP office, and literally eight months in, I'm telling my family, this ain't it, I'm leaving. So that just shows the dysfunction, and if the White House is this dysfunctional, though, anybody can see it, that the world can see it, and that's probably why people aren't picking up the phone. We saw it with Saudi Arabia, now we're seeing it with Russia and other mm-hmm. countries, picking up the phone in the United States anymore because there's no need to. they just rather call China. And we are just handing over with just we are a dysfunctional family in terms of that's the way I would describe the White House. It is mom and dad need a divorce and they won't because financially they feel it's better to stay in the house and drive all of us kids crazy.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the sad part of it, Tyrus, is that when you're in a position like uh, the vice president of the United States and the first a uh, woman vice president of the United States, you have to think it is such a historic moment. And, you know, some people get on TV and talk about how wonderful it is and, and you know, it's great, but, but she's wasting it and the young women who look up to her have to think, you know, she's not someone that I want to look up to. I mean, you don't get on the stage. I don't care if it's on your local town council and laugh uh, and giggle because you don't know what the issues are. But amazingly, Tyrus, she is the insurance policy. She is Biden's insurance policy. Nobody would even Think about impeaching Biden or doing the 25th Amendment, whereas, you know, if anybody deserved it, it would be him. This guy clearly has a cognitive problem. They won't even talk about the 25th Amendment because look at what they're going to get. She guarantees that he stays there, but she is – how could i you How got say it? but but she has such a sense of herself that she thinks she's going to be the presidential candidate for the democrats will they will they have her run in 2024
1: well the good news in spite of them this is still a free country so she can she can run and she will run i think what we're seeing just overall with this dynamic is that you we we took the woke we need a woman any woman of color to be the vp instead of who is the best vp to work with this president they had no their their rivalry was i mean she basically called him a racist in the campaign she did you can't take that back you can't i mean if they'd be like if i called you a name and then all of a sudden, you I get to be on your show, and I'm being sweet to you. You're not going to remember. You're not. You're like, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh no, <laughs> you, you think <laughs> I forgot? So on the world stage, calling him a, a racist, which in this day is that's that's a powerful word that can ruin people's lives and careers. So, yeah. but they were so the left just doesn't get it. It's not about being the first. It's about being the best and the and the best choice. And it's hurting their party to have a divided VP and president in the White House just to fill a box, opposed to whether it was a woman, whether it was a man, whoever, if it would have been Buttigieg, if it would have been whomever that was a better fit to work with Biden, that's who the VP should have been. But yeah. that's the, the difference between the Republicans and the world. The re there, well, we've had VPs run, women VPs run, and unfortunately, McCain didn't win. But. They were and they weren't a good fit. And that was a result of it. Unfortunately, we have a good fit that actually got in. And now well, we're dealing with the implications of why the ticket is so important and you can't vote. Of What you read on on papers and feel-good moments, you have to really look at your candidates. Do they work together? And we're seeing firsthand what happens when a VP and a president don't work together.
0: Well, and, you know, when they're both stuttering along and, you know, every time Joe Biden comes out, Tyrus, you know, he says something, the White House has to come out and mop it up. It's like every time he opens his mouth, sanctions. I said they never work. Oh, they work. They work. They work. And you know, I. But but I want to end on one thing. Jill Biden uh, never liked Kamala because she knew that there would be tension, and she didn't like the fact that Kamala uh, was someone who basically called her husband a uh, a racist. And she called her a racist? Just, yeah, yeah. But but in the last few seconds that we have, I mean, I guess Joe's not listening to Jill either.
1: Well, and like I said, the plan was to beat Trump, and they had no plan B. Yeah. <laughs> so they got in, they undid all the things he did and realized that the, the, the measures he put in were helping this country. And now they have a mess on their hands, and they're both looking at each other with their hands up, like, oh, I thought you had a plan. No, I thought you did. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And while this is going on, the American people are hurting. So I hope For in November… Sure. Everyone gets out. Make sure you vote, so we can at least get a front line of defense with the Senate and the House, so we can put some some caps on this and. We can look into this Ukraine-Biden situation and actually have a real impeachment. I'll just leave it at that.
0: All right, Tyrus, love having you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I'll be taking your calls on the Friends of the Court hotline. Plus, I'll gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network.